Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This may be one of the most vulnerable and difficult episodes that I may have to record. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping, The Rebirth. You've arrived at your destination. What's up, guys, and welcome back to this six-week series of You Are the Healer. I kind of messed up when I was telling you guys about the second E, so healer is actually an acronym for habits, education, action, language, and then I said empathy, which I think it is empathy, but also emotions, and with that, today we're going to be talking about emotional regulation, and then the sixth one being for next week, relationships the r is for relationships because our relationships are our shortcut to healing so we have this acronym you are the healer why because we are constantly displacing our power into the hands of others into other other healers other other mediums other um tarot cards whatever it is I, I, sound bowls like all those things are great tools that's what i want you to understand that Everything else is amazing because they are great tools and skills to have. And it's great to have tools in your toolbox. But at the end of the day, all that you need is within you because you are inherently worthy and you are made up of the exact same stuff that is created within the divine. You are that. So you are the healer because it's so important to have mentors and practitioners. But you know what? If you're not fucking doing the work, if you're not willing to learn, then having all that help does nothing because you are your own greatest healer. And that is scary, you know, for for some people, but also that is so fucking empowering and it is time to step into your power for who you were meant to be and how you can help and heal yourself deeper. Beautiful dragonfly just flew by as little confirmation synchronicity 
Today, we're going to be talking about emotional regulation, specifically the E in the second E in healer being emotions and how emotions impact our entire world and our entire healing journey because they are the expression of our thoughts. They are our thoughts in our body. Whatever whatever we are experiencing and whatever we are thinking goes directly to our body and then our body experiences these things called emotions. And then we take these emotions and like we talked about last week, we categorize them as good or bad when in reality they are just neutral and it is about acceptance and surrender and experiencing. So that's a little tidbit of what we're going to get into. But before we get into it, guys, make sure to subscribe if you're new, download the episode, add the episode to your listen list. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Sundays KK and the podcast at Skinny Dipping Diaries. And let's get into it. This is Skinny Dipping, of course, here. Hi. <laughs> here, hi. Um, <laughs> if you're new here, guys, I am Kayla Rose. I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping, where we learn about the mind and the body and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. If it's not creating actionable change and transformation and evolution, then what's the point of learning all of this? So we want to talk about, you know, the theory behind it, and then how can we actually apply this to our lives? That is the key. That is my sweet spot where I love to talk about it, and this episode will be no different. So, who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose. This is Skinny Dipping. Let's get into it. So when I was looking up emotional regulation and doing some research for this episode, I saw some stuff that I just felt like didn't encompass all emotional regulation is and what I've learned about emotional regulation through my personal holistic experience through therapy. And and I feel like my perception of the world is really from this scientific lens mixed with a spiritual lens. I don't see either or. I see the intersection. I see how they completely parallel and cross and and wind all together to create like a subjective truth, I guess. But for me, this is the way that I see the world. And when I was looking up emotional regulation, it said this. This was the definition for it. It's our ability to control our emotions so that they don't control us. And... I get that and I see that because I I know from personal experience that when I don't have a handle or an understanding of my emotions, what happens is I lose my shit and I can take it out on myself. I can take it out on people around me. I can just like get in a really negative, bitchy, angry mindset. Like, and in that moment, I have no control. And even though my sole purpose of getting angry, getting upset, whatever it is, is to have that like semblance of control that feeling of control holding on for dear life in reality in that moment I have no control which I do agree I do agree somewhat with this definition but I think control just isn't the right word I think it's true that our emotions can control us but I don't know if us controlling them is the answer and that's where I would disagree with a lot of the research that I was seeing online and obviously there's research out there from every single side and I don't think it's about either or it's about both and because it's a nuanced situation I really think that it's about being able to be with your emotions simply be and be present with your emotions and understand your emotions 
and respond to your emotions rather than react because that's when we lose the control. That's when we step out of our power and we're in the effect of our lives and in the effect of our emotions and our feelings and we are victim to the situation at hand when we are reacting rather than responding. So that is the first thing that I'm going to say. Respond overreact. Ingrain that in your mind. Write that down now because if you can learn to reprogram your brain to take a moment, to pause, to breathe before you react, that is going to completely impact the way that you emotionally regulate because what happens with emotional dysregulation is that it's like a snowball and it starts at the top of the mountain and it's really small but then once it's going it's going fucking full speed at 80 miles per hour and then it's this huge snowball that can't be stopped and that's the same thing with emotions if you can nip it in the butt if you can take a deep breath if you can catch it at the beginning and you can respond over react then we won't have as many outbursts or tantrums or or moments when we're losing our fucking shit because i know we all do it And I would like to just take this moment to share a little bit about my experience because, you know, in the beginning when I was like, this is going to be hard, it's because it's hard to own your shit and it's hard to, to own the things that I don't necessarily like or love about myself. And I just have to say, like, this is my story. I got into all of this stuff because I didn't like who I was. Like I got into mental health sciences and therapy and with that, spirituality because my therapist is like a holistic healer so she uses techniques from science like emdr nlp all these different things within science but then also uh knows about spirituality and energetic processes and and the subconscious and hypnosis and all these things so for me i really got into it one and the same and i'm so grateful for dawns and my therapist for getting me into it but what i don't talk about often is that i got into it because i was not my authentic best self at all. Mm. I was in a relationship that I'm still actually in because luckily for me, my partner had the patience to allow me to evolve and allow me to grow past my initial programming. And I would have constant outbursts. And basically I started going to therapy because my partner was like, hey, you can just take your shit out on me so much. And a lot of me taking my shit out on on him because I was anxious because I was stressed out about stuff because my nervous system was dysregulated and that's not an excuse it's just an explanation at the end of the day it is my responsibility to change that and what I realized after years into my journey not even right away at first I realized okay I'm angry because I'm anxious and every time that I'm anxious I cover it up with anger because that is my warrior within me that is the Aries warrior within me coming and being like I'm gonna protect myself I'm gonna protect myself now and I've been on this journey for like three years and I got into therapy because my partner was like I'm done it's either you fucking evolve and you grow or I'm done and this man is a gem guys like Obviously, everyone has things that they could grow and work on. But this man, my boyfriend, who we've been together for like over six years now, like is just like such a fucking gem. Like he is kind. He is compassionate. He is giving. He is willing to grow and change and evolve, which I'll talk about in next week's episode. When I talk about relationships, I'll tell you more about our love story um, and our growth and evolution within a relationship. But at the end of the day, it was more important that I could grow and evolve within myself to positively impact my relationship. It wasn't us that needed growth, even though it, it was, but it was mostly me personally. Um, and he had his own things that he needed to work on and, and he has worked on them. 
And I went to therapy because I was like, I love this man. I want to be with him and I don't want to be this person anymore who lashes out at, at my parents or at my partner because I'm stressed. Like I just can't, I just couldn't emotionally regulate. I want to be with him and I don't want to be this person anymore who lashes out at, at my parents or at my partner because I'm stressed. Like I just can't, I just couldn't emotionally regulate. Hello, skinny dippers. I am so freaking excited to share a new sponsor of the podcast, matcha.com. And if you know me and if you follow my Instagram stories, you know I'm absolutely obsessed with this product and I'm just obsessed with matcha in general. This is my favorite premium matcha, providing the perfect blend of quality and taste. Whether you're a matcha fan or you're trying it for the first time, you're going to love matcha.com. I swear to God, if I can give you one hack for your hormones and your health, it's to switch from coffee to matcha because coffee creates anxiety and jitters and burnout, but matcha is clean energy without the jitters and without the anxiety. Matcha.com is specifically packed with antioxidants to boost immunity, brain function, physical performance, and so much more. You can take it on the go or enjoy a delicious cup at home. Matcha.com sources their matcha from the finest tea leaves in Japan. So every cup is an absolute pleasure. And this is probably the best brand I've ever tried. This is real matcha as it's meant to be. And trust me, you can taste the difference. And I pulled some strings for you guys and I got us a little discount code. So use the discount codes skinny dipping for 20% off when you place your order at matcha.com and the link is going to be below. Again, that's skinny dipping for 20% off of matcha.com for all your homemade matcha needs. Check them out, guys. I freaking love this brand. And going back to my childhood, I think I asked my mom, you know, me and my parents have a great relationship. And I think that's why I always got confused. I was like, why do I have these reactions? Why do it? Why do I act this way when in, when my parents are so loving when I don't have, you know, a super traumatic upbringing and I would just like really demonize myself and hate myself for it. And, you know, it, it's good to be responsible, but it's not good to hate yourself. And I definitely was confused and kind of gaslighting myself being like, I have a great relationship with my parents. I don't get where this stemmed from. And then this year, actually, I realized I, I went to my mom and I was like, can you tell me what you did when I would cry? Like, I was like, have I always thrown tantrums? Have I always had freakouts? Is this something I was born with? I mean, I, I just have a lot of energy. My mom said, like, I literally came into this world. And when she gave birth to me, she had three kids before me, but it had been 20 years since she had my brothers. And she literally said that her hips just like opened wide. Like they literally split apart when I came out and I came out so fast and so quick. And I feel like that's just an example of the energy that I hold. Like everyone that knows me just knows I have a lot of intense, powerful energy. I have a lot of power within me. And that is just how I came into the world with. So I asked my mom, you know, did I always have tantrums? Was I always not emotionally regulated? Like, did I always have freakouts and outbursts? And my mom was like, you know, not really. You were, you were really a good kid. That's how she described it. And I love my mom and she's listening to this. So uh, I'm not judging my parents. Honestly, they were doing the best with what they had and what they knew. Um, so basically I asked her, you know, and she was like, you know what? Yeah, but you would cry every single day after school. Like you would get in the car and you would cry. And I would just let you cry. And she was like, and your friend Erica, like we would just let her sleep and you would sob And we would drive home and then I would get you food and then you would stop crying. And, you know, I think she just thought, you know, it was the food, which probably was. I was probably hungry. I get really hangry. Um, But also at the same time, like it's like every day after school, I 
um, took off my mask. And even in elementary school, I had such bad anxiety um, that I didn't really realize because I would put on a mask and I would be super social and super extroverted. And yeah, when I got back in the car, I would just collapse because I was so fucking exhausted from the mask that I had put on all day. And in that moment, what I really needed and, you know, what I know now and what my mom knows now is somebody should have just asked me how I was feeling. Was I feeling anxious? What was I feeling anxious about? What was going on in school? What was going on in my head and what was going on in my body and in my heart? And no one ever really asked me. And that's why my love language is literally questions. I just care when people want to know about me like they want to ask me questions and know my mind and know what's on my heart and that is now my love language because it's something that I really didn't have growing up my parents were very positive and with that came a little bit of a sweep sweep under the rug of the tough emotions for sure and although they were so loving and so great and would literally do anything for me in terms of emotional support I didn't learn anything I didn't know what bad emotions felt like. I didn't know that I had anxiety. I didn't know that I felt stressed. I didn't know that I felt overwhelmed or sad. I just like felt kind of crazy. I didn't have any control over it and I shouldn't have had to. I was literally a kid and that wasn't my responsibility then. But now as an adult, it's not my fault. It's also not my parents' fault because they didn't know any better. But it is my responsibility. And I asked her, you know, when I would have tantrums, even when I was in middle school and stuff, like that's kind of where they started, where I started to kind of get angry was in middle school. I wasn't really an angry kid. And she was like, yeah, we would just put you in your room. And that's one of the main memories I have is me and my parents and my mom, especially us getting into fights and her locking in my room, locking me in my room, taking away my phone, taking away all my things and just making me sit there and figure it out, which fair. Honestly, I get it. She didn't want to deal with me and that now is something that I'm struggling with that I don't want to deal with myself so I take it out on other people and that is just a little bit of a story of me and how I discovered that I didn't learn emotional regulation growing up and um yeah it's not an excuse it's just just an explanation because at the end of the day it's my responsibility to evolve and my responsibility to change because I know now that I can be better and I can do better so I just want to tell you guys that so you get a little bit of a gist of who I am and and why I'm learning about this and this is very new for me um, but I have some techniques that I've been using that I want to share with you guys for emotional regulation I think that there's kind of two types of people in the world. Um, there's stuffers that get resentful and there's exploders that get angry. This podcast is also sponsored by Open. As you guys know, Open is my favorite app. Why? Because it has breath work, meditation, yoga, Pilates classes, and so much more all on one app. And I swear to God, the teachers on this app are amazing. And the breath work, first of all, just helps me get back into a clear state of mind. The meditation brings me into more, more peace and I'm able to do short one minute or five minute meditations, which I absolutely love because sometimes I feel like a 20 minute meditation, which they have feels so overwhelming. So I love these shorter breath work and meditations that they have on the app and the teachers are absolutely amazing and we want to give you guys 30 days for free so you can try it out you guys are going to go to withopen.com slash skinny dipping to get 30 days for free again that's withopen.com slash the podcast skinny dipping and i'll see you guys in class 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like it's easy to, you know, accomplish your dreams when you're feeling your best, but then when we're not feeling good, we totally fall off track and we lose ourselves and we lose track of that discipline that it needs to get us to where we want to go. And that's why I love checking in weekly with a therapist because she keeps me on track. She helps me through my mental health, you know, experience and allows me to really become the most empowered version of myself. I want you to also step into your power and therapy is the best the best way to step into your power because you are going to own your shit you're going to accept yourself as you are and you are going to grow and you're going to transform and evolve and that is going to create empowerment in your life and i want that for you and that is why i love better help because therapy isn't affordable or accessible for everyone but with better help it is it's it's affordable it's accessible it's all online and you can literally switch therapists at any time and i want to give you guys 10 percent off so you're going to go to betterhelp.com skinny dipping today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny dipping. And give it a try because BetterHelp is the best option for this. I think that there's kind of two types of people in the world. Um, There's stuffers that get resentful and there's exploders that get angry. So this one's going to be more for the exploders, but I think that anyone can can gain insight and knowledge from this because hopefully you can understand somebody closer to you or you can understand how to work on your own emotional regulation because maybe even if you don't have freakouts to other people, maybe you have freakouts and breakdowns to yourself and that is still just like overwhelm and lack of emotional regulation and, and having the emotions build up so much that your nervous system is so disturbed. So let's talk about it. Thank you for holding space for me and allowing me to share that because it's intense and I'm not I'm not proud of the way that I've acted in the past, but I am proud of who I'm evolving into and who I'm becoming and I'm proud every single time that I choose love and I choose a new programming and I and I choices. We have choice. And we think that we don't because we have programming and we have patterns, but you always have choice and you can choose something new at any moment because that's all that truly exists is this present moment. Okay. Let's get into some strategies because I love the actionable, applicable advice. You know I do. So number one is going to be having daily check-ins to learn about your emotions. Like what is your normal day-to-day emotions? Like when you get up and you journal, like do a check-in. Like how am I feeling today? Like how am I feeling today? And I feel like to be able to name your emotions is so powerful. And with this number one, I also put in here, that it's really important to learn about all the different kinds of emotions because actually our vocabulary and our understanding of emotions are, are are very are very small like they don't really teach you a lot of emotions in school i saw this tiktok teacher the other day on, on my feed and she was like teaching her students emotions and i was like damn i needed that so badly like that's what i needed i needed someone to actually teach me what emotions were and and what they looked like and what they felt like and how can we identify them because to be able to identify is so fucking powerful um and with that in number one i also have reading atlas of the heart by Brene brown because she covers like over 80 like emotions and emotional states so that you can understand what your states are and what your emotions are so that you can know yourself deeper so that when emotions come up, you can name them and you can identify them. And then you can have different plans of actions for different emotions because 
emotions can kind of look similar, but then they can have almost like one little thing off and they're something completely different, like jealousy versus envy. Like they're so close, but they're so different. And that's something that Brene Brown talks about. So knowing your emotions and then doing daily check-ins is super powerful to kind of just prepare you for the future for when you do need to emotionally regulate and identify that you already have those tools and skills practiced and prepared. Number two is this technique that my therapist taught me called anything but anger. And anger is always going to be a coping mechanism. Anger is always going to be a cover-up for sadness, unfulfillment, anxiety, panic, overwhelm, whatever it is. Anger is just the cover. Anger is not the actual emotion itself. When you have outrage for something like injustice, that is a completely different emotion. But anger is always going to be the warrior, the ego, the protector coming in to protect you. So Anything but anger is this technique that my therapist taught me that whenever I start to get frustrated about something and then that frustration begins to turn into anger, I ask myself, what am I actually upset about right now? And what am I actually feeling? Is it anxiety? Because maybe let's go to that. But usually it's sadness. And instead of getting angry, I'll go straight to tears and I'll just let the tears flow out of me and I'll just feel my feelings and be sad and cry it out. And that releases the anger from my body because I don't have to cover it up. I don't have to protect myself. I don't have to resist the emotion of sadness anymore. I can just feel it. I can cry it out and I can allow it to be. So anything but anger, that's a really good one. Go to any single emotion that you can go to besides anger because anger is just a protective mechanism. Number three is going to be validate yourself because so many of us who don't have emotional regulation didn't feel like our emotions were valid as a kid and Although emotions are just states and they come and go like the weather, they blow in, they blow out like clouds, they are real and they are part of the human experience and it is valid that you are feeling them and it is valid that you are experiencing them and they are very real to you in that moment. So validate yourself and have people around you who can validate your feelings. That's so tough. That's so difficult. Those are just phrases that you can say to yourself and say to others to validate them. Damn, that must be really fucking difficult. That must be really stressful. Repeat back to them. Repeat back to yourself. Oh, I must feel really sad right now. I must feel really angry and hurt and upset and and mistreated right now. Whatever it is, validate your feelings. That is so important. Number four is going to be to self-soothe. So I hope you guys find some good self-soothing habits. If you do, please DM me because I'm trying to figure out some good self-soothing habits. Because for me, honestly, I smoke weed (laughs) to self-soothe a lot of the time when I'm frustrated. Um, I try to only do it, you know, in the evenings, later parts of the day. But I'm going to be fucking honest. It's not the best self-soothing pattern, but it's something that I do that does help Um, I mean, smoking in general, I mean, it's like the adult pacifier, but I have some other ways here to self-soothe, but I would love to hear yours. So DM me, please. Okay. You can go on a walk. Something that my therapist says is walk your ass outside, Kayla. Like what the fuck? Like just walk, go on a walk, walk it out walk it out. When you walk, you're activating both hemispheres of your brain because you're going right, left, right, left. So it's almost like bilateral stimulation where you're activating both hemispheres, the creative and the analytical side of your brain. And when that happens, you're going to come up with better solutions and be able to process information so much easier. Another thing is take a bath, take a shower, take a cold shower specifically using essential oils and doing things to activate the senses like eating really good food or essential oils or listening to AD audio, bilateral stimulation music, binaural beats, whatever it is. Activate the senses in your body. 
That's why cold showers also help with that. Activate the senses. That is going to help us bring us back into the present moment and give us another opportunity to make a different choice. Self-soothe. And also just like find someone to give you some like physical contact or like a hug. Like a hug will take you so fucking far. Like it will just completely calm your nervous system and take you out of panic. So find someone to hug and if not, hug yourself. Number five, um, that the hug one was within the self-soothe because physical contact is really important. Even giving yourself like a little massage, like a hand massage or a shoulder massage just by yourself is like really loving. Giving yourself a lymph node drainage, that is also really nice. Just give yourself some fucking love. Stimulate your senses and pull yourself back into the present moment and self-soothe. Um, next, number five is going to be feel them. How do you deal with emotions? Feel them. You have to feel the heal. You got to feel them. And that's why going straight to sadness is so powerful because you can actually just get sad and cry it out and think about what you're overwhelmed about or sad about or triggered about and just be like, okay, I'm going to just be sad about it for like an hour and I'm going to feel my feelings. And then once you feel them, they move through you. They're no longer blocked. They're no longer resisted. Once you feel them, you stop fueling them. Once you feel them, you allow them to pass through you and you will really find that this helps you with your emotional regulation because you can just feel your feelings. You can stop resisting it and covering it up with frustration or anger or or quietness. I feel like people also get really quiet when they're really frustrated. Like that's something the stuffers do, the resentful people. Like they will literally, like my boyfriend, like he will just get so quiet, like just so quiet and like to himself and it's just like, just feel your feelings stop resisting them i know it's tough i know it doesn't feel good in the moment but it will feel good to move through them when you're through them and finally six is going to be to breathe like i said before in the beginning if you can just take that moment to breathe and switch from reaction to responding for me it really began catching myself like after the fact like i would start reacting and start getting emotionally dysregulated and start like t- like raising my voice or something and then just stopping catching myself and being like i'm really in my ego right now like i need to take a walk like i need to walk away from this conversation i need to just chill for a second i need to take a couple deep breaths and even though it first took me to, you know, get into the dysregulated mode and then catch myself. Eventually, you will notice that you will catch yourself sooner and sooner and sooner. So just to review what we talked about today, guys, we talked about how I truly believe that emotional regulation is about being able to be with your emotions and respond rather than react, rather than what the science, uh, the research that I saw says, which was it's our ability to control our emotions so that they don't control us, which, you know, is true to an extent, but I think it's more than that. I think it's more about acceptance, surrender, feeling, and being. And then I talked to you about my experience. So thank you so much for holding space. And then we talked about the different ways to emotionally regulate, having daily check-ins, anything but anger technique, validate yourself, self-soothe, feel your feelings, and breathe and create space. I just want to take a quick pause in this episode, guys, to let you know that I have something that I am so proud of and I can't wait for you to utilize in your practice, especially with shadow work, because basically what shadow work is, is learning about the deep 
dark parts of ourself that we might want to turn away from and learning to bring them to the light and show them love, compassion, and most importantly, grace. So from everything from detaching from our manifestation, uncovering limiting beliefs, moving through moments of overwhelm, this shadow workbook that I created for you guys, 17 pages of journal prompts, of exercises, of fill in the blank, of information, this shadow workbook has the potential for you to do guided work with yourself and yourself alone. If that's something you're at all interested in, go ahead and there's going to be a link below and it's on my stand store. You can purchase the shadow workbook and I'm going to give you guys 10% off. Just go ahead and type in all caps skinny dipping and that's going to give you 10% off your order and go check it out. If you are a skinny dipping listener, new or old, I want you to just take a second and, well, don't do it if you're driving, check it later if you're driving, but I want you to take a second and see, am I subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform that I'm using? If you feel like this podcast makes an impact on your life at all, I'm just going to ask you guys to go ahead and hit the subscribe button because even though you might not notice it, it really does help me and the team and skinny dipping the podcast. So go ahead, click that subscribe button and let's get back to the episode. Love you. And then we talked about the different ways to emotionally regulate, having daily check-ins, anything but anger technique, validate yourself, self-soothe, feel your feelings, and breathe and create space. Create space for you to process because what is happening when you are emotionally dysregulated is like you just can't process what's going on. So you just got to give yourself some major grace and some major space to process. I love you guys so much. If you want to dive deeper into knowing yourselves, I have my shadow workbook linked below. It's really affordable, really accessible. It's a little ebook and there's a bunch of different techniques on there that you can use. Make sure to subscribe if you're new. Send this to somebody that you love. Share yourself listening on Instagram. Share a story of you with a little screenshot of the episode you're listening to. That literally makes my entire day when I see those posts. So thank you guys so much. Sunday's KK is my personal and Skinny Dipping Diaries is for the podcast. You are inherently worthy in everything that you are. Thank you for holding space for me and I will always hold space for you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
and Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping. 